Hey, what is happening? Welcome to the Impact Wrestling November 29, 2018 review show. This show opened with a tag team title match. We got Willie Mack and Rich Swan versus the Lucha Brothers, Phoenix and Pentagon Cerro Miedo. With obviously the Lucha Brothers picking up the victory. If you happen to be a wrestling purist, this match was for you. However, I know not everybody is a wrestling purist and at the end of the day this match was a babyface versus babyface match without any heat opening up a wrestling show at 11 p.m during a thursday night that might not be the wisest choice available then after the match we saw lax coming down to the ring and offering the Lucha Brothers an opportunity at homecoming for the tag team belts. When I was watching that, I was mad. Why? Because Impact Wrestling got it all wrong. It should be the other way around. The important people during any feud what, that there is one person with the belt, it should be the person with the belt, not the challengers so they are putting things backwards it should be the lucia brothers challenging lax not the other way around but it is what it is and at the end of the day this is not gonna hurt that much that feud between lax and lucha brothers but it is kind of sloppy to be honest next we got conan being fired up at LAX because they decided to go to the ring and offering that tag team opportunity for gold at homecoming without the permission of Conan. So let's see what the hell Impact Wrestling do with this feud. I would love to see a turn happening at homecoming. Hopefully after the match because I don't like to see wacky shenanigans where I'm paying for a match, but let's see what they do with Conan and if they are willing and they have the cojones to flip the Lucha Brothers into a bad guys tag team. Next, we got the second bout. We got Katarina versus uh, Jordan Grace with Jordan Grace winning the bout. Obviously, I'm not a biggest fan of seeing repeated match on Impact Wrestling, but I guess that is the way they are trying to build Miss Grace for the time being. They might be overlooking a little bit at Katarina. I think she's a little bit more popular with the Impact Wrestling audience that a lot of people think she is, but it is what it is. She might not be long for the long run in Impact Wrestling. So that might be the reasoning why they're making her like the job female out of the knockouts division. Next, we got a weird segment with KM and Falaba. They look like, you know, they were high or something. They were crying like when you're, you know, drinking alcohol without taking a bath and you're already depressed, something like that. And then, you know, miss... Scarlett Bordeaux ended up showing up like she's like the fairy or something. She's going to change your luck or something along those lines. 
you know, this is wacky stuff. I'm not interested in that type of stuff in my wrestling. But I don't get triggered by that. Why? Because it is on TV. At the end of the day, it is on TV, not on my pay-per-views. Next, we got Ray Lynn versus Taya Valkyrie. Obviously, Taya Valkyrie pick up the victory with her new finisher maneuver, her new submission. So, good scene. You know, uh, something new out of Taya Valkyrie and the ring. Then after the match, we saw Tessa Blanchard showing up and attacking Taya Valkyrie with everybody trying to get these two out of the way. And Gail Kim. Gail Kim was the one who pushed Tessa Blanchard around and was able to calm that fire so it looks like Gil Kim might be either returning to the ring or being the special guest referee for the match at homecoming with being a match between Taya Valkyrie versus Tessa Blanchard I don't know I truly do not know why because I'm not the biggest fan of seen repeat matches from pay-per-view to pay-per-view without any type of speculation like hardcore or ladder match or cage or something along those lines but they already got a hardcore match and an exhibition book for that show so i guess the other option that they have left is a special guest referee hopefully they do it right they keep Tessa as the champion, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, we will see Gil Kim versus Tessa Blanchard at this year's Slammiversary, Slammiversary 2019. What do you think about that? I think that might be a good a scenario. Next, we got Johnny and Pat facing up with Killer Cross, with once again Killer Cross offering up his services. But Johnny Impact being triggered by that and decided not to take this offer. It seems, I don't know, but it seems like Killer Cross might be the most over bad guy in Impact Wrestling right now. So he trying to work something out with the big baby face in town being Johnny Impact is kind of odd. Hopefully... I think they should cramp up the volume of darkness and evilness in Killer Cross. And I think they might be having something with him. I think he's the top bad guy in Impact Wrestling. What do you think about that? Because that, that, that is my opinion. Next, we got the debut of the Rascals versus the brother of Matt Seidel and some other dude. Obviously, you know that the Rascals was going to win. This was a showcase match with a lot of flips and that type of stuff. If you are into that PDW stuff, this match is for you. However, I'm not, you know, the biggest fan of cold matches. Like, we already got one at the opening of the match. We already got a repeat during the match with uh, Jordan Grace and Katarina, and now we have another cold match. I think, you know, switch things up. We are not in the 80s anymore. Next, we got a promo by Kiera Hogan. And she is 
you know, angry and disappointed at Ali. So, you know, they're going to be keeping that feud alive. And next week, the Dark Ali is debuting on Impact Wrestling. So let's see how Kiera Hogan's react to that next week. Next we got a segment that I was suspecting. Eddie Edwards at the Funny Farm. He's at the Lunatic Asylum. And he's all twisted. And Miss, Miss Alicia Edwards, she's still bothering him. I think that made her look like a bad person without any type of empathy for Eddie Edwards by her nagging in the insane asylum. This is like, whoa, you know, turn it down. You should have some type of compassion for Eddie Edwards. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Because she came across as just a nagging mess. And next, guess who show up? Moose with the book of Eddie Edwards that is called like anything is possible saying, hey, this book is full of lies. This is a scam. You're lying to kids. You know, you're not telling the whole truth and you, you know, doing things and twisting facts around how your alternative facts. When I was watching this, it's like, whoa, this is how a bad guy should be in a wrestling show. There is no way you can empathize with someone like Moose going into an insane asylum when Eddie Edwards was at his most vulnerable and going there and bullying him around and accusing him of lying and scamming kids. That's something that a bad guy would do. So that is a good tactic and kudos to Impact Wrestling for this segment and putting things the right way around. Next, we got a throwout segment with Van Seidel. Anytime page, I think they're going to be facing up next week. I truly do not know and don't care that much. I, I think they're just going with the motion. Nothing is getting sticking with these two wrestlers. Next, we got the main event of the evening. We got Eli Drake facing up against... Tommy Dreamer with Eli Drake winning with some type of bolt palette. So, thoughts on this match. Good seeing Eli Drake winning. However, there's two red flags that I saw during this match. First, they gave this young upcoming Tommy Dreamer the bragging rights of being the first person that kicked out out of Eli Drake gravy train finisher. I was like, yo, Tommy Dreamer is not a jump upper coming. Why does he need that? That should be safe for someone that could use that in the future. 10 years for now, hopefully, Tommy Dreamer is not gonna be wrestling. However, 10 years for now, Eli Drake should be wrestling and the person that she had the right to be the first one to kick out of the gravy train should also should be running that is type of a special bragging rights if you were to ask me also i'm not a fan of this 
a storyline. Why? Because hardcore, people being against hardcore wrestling was relevant in 96, not in 2018. That will be similar to someone right now in 2018 complaining about boy bands. Boy bands were relevant in 96 or 98, not in 2018. You are 20 years late to the party. However, that doesn't hurt Eli Drake. Eli Drake is so good as a performer in the ring and on the microphone that those type of bad selection and tone deaf storylines do not hurt the guy at all. However, I managed to point out two bad things. However, there's always a redemption around the corner and they did something good. They finally did a cliffhanger with a couple of shiny balloons with some sort of message for Eli Drake. And that's how the show ended on a cliffhanger. So kudos to Impact Wrestling. Hopefully that means that is the return of someone from Eli Drake's past. It could be Rosemary. It could be someone like Crazy Steve or Dedicate. Or there could be another new character being introduced sooner rather than later. Maybe homecoming. So that is something interesting that keeps the paranoid mind of the wrestling fans, you know, running after the show go out of the air. So what are my final thoughts on Impact Wrestling? So the show was good. It was not a bad show at all. However, they were two squash matches and one debut match on a single show. You know, you should space those things out, especially when you're in a hostile, in a hostile environment. That is 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Pop TV. That is hostile environment. So you should be going out there like you are looking for a fight since they wonder for kicking ass and doing things from point A to point B, not beating around the bush. But this is the low season of wrestling. December is always a low month. So hopefully they get the big guns for January this 2019. I hope you enjoy this video. If you enjoy this I hope you enjoyed this video. Make sure to check out all the other videos that should be on the right side. That's it for me. Thank you a lot. And I will see you next time.